ding, 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 ding. Ding 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 ding. What the hell was that? Happy ding! Welcome back, everyone, to the Ginger Julian Podcast. Podcast, my podcast, podcast. Yeah. God. This episode is brought to you by Lyft. Are you ready to be your own boss? Pick your own hours and earn up to fifteen hundred bucks a week. All right, ladies, all you need is a car and drive for Lyft and get an extra five hundred dollar bonus right now by going to lyft.com, lyft.com slash Jenna Julian. You get your five hundred dollar driver bonus and you got a gig. You got a job. Also brought to you by NatureBox. Guys, start snacking smart with NatureBox. They have great tasting snacks with high quality ingredients, no artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners delivered right to your door. Right now, go to naturebox.com slash Jenna Julian and get 50% off your first order. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Kermit's over there. He has special treatment us. today. Yeah, if you don't believe us. Well, he's there, so please believe us. Uh, <laughs> Special dream in today, bud. Maybe he'll breathe into the mic My as a ceremonial thing at the end. Yeah. Did he get his peanut butter today? Yeah. You fed it to him? Yeah. Does he, does he go like this? Yeah. He like <laughs> he sort of like snarls at it for a second and then he takes one. Yeah, he's bite. like sizing it up. He's yeah. like he doesn't like try to taste it first. He's weird. So, uh, we have a UFC themed podcast for you this week. Uh, and let me explain. The first half of the podcast is going to be relatively serious, um, on my thoughts on some of what's happening with the UFC Ultimate Fighting Championship, um, lately. And if that doesn't interest you, just skip to the second half because we're going to play a game in the second half that you'll like. And it's fucky and stupid and very much Jen and Julian podcast like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the first half, I um, I wanted to like talk about the UFC just because, well, for a number of reasons. Um, okay, so mainly, I wanted to bring up the fact that, I mean, even though you guys don't really get super excited for UFC podcasts, is that Marbles? Um, there haven't been many for a while and they've kind of been few and far between and that's for a lot of reasons but i'd say mainly because the days of getting really really excited about fights feel like they're over mm. um there's a lot happening with how the ufc is being managed uh the different fighters who are being promoted uh and just the overall structure of how things are happening with the ufc and i think it's the ufc is doing really poorly right now if you were to ask me straight up um and i kind of have a list of things why i think they're doing poorly i think for the first uh point not enough not enough energy and manpower in the ufc is being is being like pushed towards these events you see events almost every weekend now mm-hmm. they're completely oversaturated with so many fights and fights that you have a hard time caring about because they literally are just throwing fighters into the ufc to fill up these like huge amounts of cards that they have to fill um and so it's like i remember years and years ago when i used to like used to also we used to like get so excited for saturday night because it was like the big fight mm-hmm. and that would happen maybe once a month and that never happens anymore. Like it, those fights don't happen. Like, and I think there's a lot that contributes to that and a lot that may have not, like certain things have caused this that I don't think the UFC has realized. For instance, Conor McGregor is a, uh, is a massive star and he's almost grown bigger than the UFC at this point. Like he's, he's talking about fighting Floyd Mayweather. He's, um, he's just transcended the sport 
and the company. Um, and I think when that happens, the UFC, they, they built him up to be this big star and then they kind of lost control. And now it's like, that's the standard for mm-hmm. a star. And so every, every other, you know, fighter who's trying to be that always falls short. Um, I think Fight Pass, which is their, um. Hold on. Can I add to that? Yeah. yeah go ahead. Cause I know that you and I have talked about this before, yeah. but as a, a fan of MMA in the UFC, it's really difficult for me to get invested sometimes after the whole Reebok fucking buyout and shit where they yeah. can no longer go get their own sponsors. It's incredibly frustrating to see someone like Conor McGregor making millions upon millions of dollars a year and you, your favorite fighter, may just be struggling to survive and it's really frustrating i imagine not only working in that but it is as a fan fan, when you know that some of the people that you really enjoy can only get to a certain level in their athletic ability because they can't even really afford to do it on the scale that would get them there. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and let alone all the showmanship, the whatever that the UFC would like from someone. As a fight fan, I really just want to see the best fights. Like yeah. I really don't care about the rest of it. It's funny, it's fun, but I can live without it because I would like to see the best athletes perform in the sport. And, and they can't get that way because yeah. they're still not making enough money to like cut off all their side businesses it really is just the most unprofessional thing it's not fair that conor mcgregor gets to make that much money while you have these people that that really can't fucking afford to do anything it's the least fair thing in the world and like you basically led into my main point of why i think the ufc is failing well yeah um, because even because they're not paying their fighters right they're nickel and diming these fighters a billion dollar company is nickel and diming these fighters exactly which is wrong and we talk we talk about because both of us have had friends that have played either semi-pro or professional baseball and we know for football as well like most american sports male that are you know big sports yeah they these players even if you get you know you're on the team and you ride the bench you're making a three hundred thousand four hundred thousand dollar minimum per per season per year and as a professional as the highest level which is the ufc you're the highest level this is in the minor leagues it's it's but like so even if you're playing for two years and then your career is over, at least you know that that person had the funds and the ability to give that job their absolute full attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very frustrating when you know that these fighters are making so little money that how could it possibly be their full yeah. attention? Yeah. And it, the problem is, it's like the UFC, it's not like the UFC hasn't figured out ways to make their fighters compensated. They used to have a model that worked great where the UFC would allow every fighter to go out and individually get their own sponsors. So if I work in a small town, but there's a a fucking uh, car repair shop and they know me and they want to invest in me as a fighter, I'll put their logo on my shorts and I'll get X amount of money. And the UFC has nothing to do with that. And the UFC has nothing to do with that. They were allowed to to independently form those relationships and get sponsorship money for their fights, which allowed fighters to bring in coaches, uh, pay for people to fly out, pay for people to train with them so they could have like actual fight camps that would like better their skill level and make right. it so, you know, they're, they're, they can compete with the best in the world. And then they, you know, they cover their expenses. And then at the end of the day, even if they lose, they're making, they're making money. It's a job. Like, right. and so now it's like they went from that to this corporatized Reebok situation. And, you know, we've, we've talked about how much we hate Reebok for a long time. Like the whole Reebok deal has been a 
pretty much a nightmare from the beginning, and it's only gotten worse. Uh, nobody is buying the Reebok fight kits or the gear. No one cares about that. Yeah, they it's spell not, half their names wrong. They spell half their The Reebok is so clearly not invested in the well-being of these fighters. It's just like a giant deal money grab thing where Reebok makes money, UFC makes money, and the fighters don't. And it's like, okay, that's totally backwards. Right, and, but in, in addition to that, it also cut off fighters' ability to make a side revenue. Yes, you're, you're restricting you're fighters. you're not allowed to do that anymore. You're restricting fighters by the rule now that mm-hmm. they have to only wear Reebok. I mean, it's it's like almost laughable. It almost feels like a parody. Like um, when Matt Mitrion was still in the UFC, he came to a press conference wearing his jumpsuit, you know, Reebok. Well, he had Adidas shoes on and they wouldn't let him in the press conference or the press room rather with his Adidas shoes on. So he's literally doing interviews barefoot. And I remember Ariel Hawani did an interview with him. And he said, so you're barefoot. You want to explain what's going on? And he said, yeah, I was, I was wearing, I think it was Adidas. He was like, yeah, I was wearing Adidas shoes and I'm not allowed to wear Adidas shoes in this press room. So it's like, it's so overbearing to the point where it's like, why? Like, I don't understand. Like, I get you as a company, you want to make money as a company, you want to legitimize yourself with a big um, brand that's already established in the sports world and the athletics world and whatever. But just this week. A story came out about Tony Ferguson, who had who had been scheduled to fight Khabib uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov. Uh, I think I said that right last weekend, but uh, Khabib backed out for medical reasons. I forget exactly what. And so this guy, not so Tony Ferguson is a top top tier feather lightweight. I think he's a lightweight. I think he's fifty five. Anyways, top tier. He's like. I would say he's top three in the world right now. He's on a crazy tear. He's been beating people up and people are excited to see him fight Khabib. And I was so excited for me. That was like the main event. So they have the, their entire fight camps and they train seven, six, seven days a week, three times a day, killing themselves, promoting the fight while doing this, making everyone hyped up for this fight, selling ticks, tickets, selling pay-per-views. And at the last minute, Khabib backs out. And then a story comes out this week about how Tony Ferguson didn't get all of his show money. <laughs> And like, what is that? What is that? You never in any other professional sport hear stories like that, where a guy who is signed a contract to do a job, does his, does job, his job and doesn't get paid. It's uh, it's unbelievable. It's just like, like it, I, in the other most sports, infuriating even, thing is a fan. You well, know? yeah. And, and even just the sponsorships, like, cause I'm thinking about it, a team, cause as a team, like in softball in college, like often, even at that level, mm-hmm. you can have a company give you guys gear or, you know, maybe like the Oregon Ducks or whatever are sponsored by Nike, I think, right? Yeah, they are. Cause they're so they make all those cool Oregon. outfits for yeah. them. And in professional sports, they all have similar gear sometimes, but like they might individually sponsor Sponsor an athlete where, like LeBron James, if you saw him wearing a different, a competing sneaker, that would be a problem. But you don't get to say the entire team has to do it. And then if if someone does, or if someone can't play, or you know, the the someone doesn't get paid because they were doing their job, it's just completely fucking unheard of. It's it's a joke. I'm just I'm curious as to whose whose model or guidance are they following in making this trajectory? And and it kind of circles back to my initial point. Is like they don't care. Like there's not, there's not a lot of manpower being invested in the UFC right now. It's like they're modeling this this off of like wrestling, professional wrestling, or they're modeling it off of those wrestlers make a handsome living. Right. 
You know, but especially well, what, WWE. What, I don't know about smaller. What business are they modeling this after, or is this just a bunch of chickens with their heads cut that, off? That's what it seems. Like. Trying it seems, to make money. It seems like exactly that. It seems like a group of people, high execs, who are who are just they, uh, fresh off this sale to what uh, W WME they sold the UFC to. I, I think yeah. so. Billions of dollars, right? Huge sale, and you know, supposedly they're trying to cut corners and save cash now because they're like they they don't know what to do, and all of their attention is being. To put towards the bank. And it's like nobody's caring about all of these trash cards that are being pumped You're out. You're not going to have fighters that are they, willing to fight. And another point that I want to bring up is that there's no quality control on fight camps. So there's injuries left and right, and no one has any control over it. It's, it, I mean, it's like imagine the Red Sox are supposed to play the Yankees tonight, and three out of five games that they were supposed to play, oh, Derek Jeter stubbed his toe, and the whole fight, <laughs> the whole game's off. Imagine that. Imagine like what that would look like as a professional sport. You cannot take yourself seriously if half of your events, uh, have half of your events that you scheduled and announce and promote and pay for are just not happening because. This guy, you know, hurt his knee and couldn't pay for it until the last minute. And the UFC was like, hey, what's wrong? And he's like, well, um, my knee's destroyed and I don't have any money to fix it. And now I literally can't walk. So the fight's off. It, it's so I'm just it's so confusing and so bizarre to me the way that it's going. Yeah. And I, I wish that somebody with half a fucking brain would model it after successful Sports in America. It needs it needs new management. Uh, it like needs to model be a new... it. Why, I don't understand why someone can't model it off of baseball or NFL. They have the money to do it. Well, it is you, possible to play devil's advocate. Go ahead. There is there have been you know many times where Dana White uh, has said and the Fertitas have said this is not a sports and entertainment business. Fine, that's great. I, I'm not arguing with that. Sure. I'm just saying like. Um, I'm, talking, it, I'm talking logistically about the money, why they can't model it off of and an th- actual sport. And I think the problem is they use that as an excuse. Mm. You're, they're like, people are like, hey, why don't you model yourself like the NFL? They're like, oh, this is entertainment business, which is basically meaning, oh, we cannot pay fighters yeah. because this isn't a sport. So right. fuck off. So you're modeled after the music industry is what yeah, you're what, saying. Exactly. What are you modeled <laughs> after? You, you want to criminal... take advantage of these people that have no money but have a lot of talent. You ride them into the fucking sunset. They're left with nothing and you're left with everything. Yes. That's fucking criminal. <clears throat> so... Another problem, I think, is that that's such a paramount issue right now. Do you want after boxing? I don't even know how boxing, boxing works. Boxing is even more corrupt. Boxing is it really? Is yeah. It's, I mean, I don't even want to get into boxing. Because you do have the disparity of wealth. Exactly. Yeah. You have Floyd Mayweather's making 20 a fight, and then you have these other guys making 3K a fight. Right. Like, I agree. Uh, those are the Connors. It's then wrong. The, 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 so. <laughs> is it modeled after boxing? I think in some ways it's been influenced, but I don't think it's modeled after boxing. Um, You know when you know for a fact that you're not doing something as much as you should be, and then you do it, but you make it known that you're doing it so as to overcompensate for the fact that you're not doing it enough? So say you're with your girlfriend and you want to get her nice things, right? Um, Say you you get her a nice thing, and then you tell all your friends and all her friends, and you post on the Facebook, you're like, oh, I got got her a nice thing. Look, You're like showing the world... Like, look at me, I'm doing this so as to overcompensate for the fact that you know you're not doing it enough. That's what the UFC is doing, scouting for talent. So they have this show called Looking for a Fight, which I think is a cool idea. And I've heard it's great. I haven't actually watched it, but I've heard it's a great show. I've heard it's like a YouTube series where Dana White, uh, Matt Sarah, and a third party. Yeah, they go around the U.S. basically in these, you know, whack job towns, go to these really small MMA events and scout talent scout talent quote unquote because you know it's for the show that's the base of the basis of the show they have to go look for these fighters they find these small fighters and they grab them and then they're on the next ufc card 
But really, it just feels like they're making this show. So everyone knows that they're they're digging hard to find all the talent everywhere. They're look at this show. I mean, they're going to like bumfuck Kentucky it's to like find a, this. It's like American Idol. Exactly. But really, they're not scouting any talent. Because look at all these fights that are happening with like, I'm sorry, but uh, fights that we don't care about. If we if, if you were actually scouting talent, you'd be scouting the next Conor McGregor. You'd be going to Ireland. You'd be going with not telling everyone you're doing it. Mm-hmm. You'd just be going around, you know, f- following the rumor mill of who's fucking people up and you'd fucking be signing them and then we'd be watching them on the UFC. That right. that would be actual talent scouting. But right now And there's plenty of people that do that online though, that have that talk about the next up and coming fighters, but those are not the ones that Dana is going to see. No. It's more about the show. It is. Yeah. It is. It's about that show and they're they're trying to they're trying to make money mm-hmm. instead of preserve what about the UFC has has been so great for so many years. Mm-hmm. And the oversaturation of events. I mean, who is excited when, when we're watching these fights like last weekend and the co-main event? I don't even remember their names because a they are nobodies and they haven't really established themselves in the UFC yet. And b the fight sucked. Mm, it did suck. Um, well, I, I, it just boils down to quality over quantity, I guess. 100%. And it made things special when fights were fewer and far between yeah. because they were big fights. Everyone knew who they were. But I also question like. Those people were celebrities due to things like the ultimate fighter and the fact that you get to know them over a long period of time. There's less fighters in the UFC fighting. So you really emotionally and mentally invest in some of these fighters that you don't do anymore because yeah. every fucking fight, there's just people you've never heard of. Yeah. So how am I supposed to invest unless someone really impresses you? You, you know can't. I mean? You can't. But I, I like... It's literally quality, uh, quantity over quality. But I don't, is it serving them? It may, who knows though? If their, if their end game is making as much money as possible, maybe it is making them more money to do quantity over quality. Yeah. Maybe that all the, um, on Fox Sports One and Fight Pass, like just having the market flooded with all of these fights is generating more revenue than having a, a, you know, a select number of pay per views. Yeah. It's like a YouTuber uploading vlogs every day rather than working hard on videos and making them good. And, you know, I know that's kind of a bad analogy, but it's more, it's just the quality suffering because they're doing so many. I would, it's an age old debate. Yeah. And I would think they could literally cut their amount of events per year in half and then they'd be fine. Well, they would just have to invest time. They would invest manpower, money, um, love. Invest something other than dollars and cents into these fighters that are supposed to literally put their life on the line for the good of your business. Well, if they're, if they're, if their end game, like I said, if their end game is money and they're being rewarded monetarily in the sense of having so many fights, they're not going to change that until their viewership starts tanking because they've now lost the integrity of the sport. Yeah. It's like, like this is all they know how to make money with. So they're just doing it. Well, the road that they're heading down is that the integrity is going to be lost. Like yeah. it feels like a fuck show. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and skip the next few until there's a fight I care about. Mm-hmm. And then that model is no longer generating more income for them, yeah. but maybe it is working for them right now, which is why the integrity is slipping. Yeah. If you look at the divisions in the UFC right now, there are more divisions, a lot more divisions than di- there are a lot more divisions that are just struggling for talent. They have like no big names. There's no excitement, you know, there's more divisions like that than there are divisions with talent or with excitement. Mm. I mean, think about it. Like, wh- what the fuck was that welterweight title fight that we just watched with Tyron Woodley and Stephen Thompson? Both really talented fighters, but what the fuck was that? They were. It was the first time I've watched a fight 
that I can remember that was booed by the crowd that I agreed with the crowd. Most of the time, like, shut the fuck yeah, up. Most they're, of the time, they boo, like, jujitsu. They're booing, like, the grappling or the pushing against the fence for a minute or whatever. This whole fight was being booed the whole time. And I was like, they're kind of right. Right. This fight sucks. This fight feels like Tyron Woodley is so desperately afraid of losing his title. So he's fighting so defensively and safely. And Stephen Thompson, I don't know. I don't even really know what's going on. I kind of blacked out from boredom and frustration. It was just terrible. And you look at heavyweight division. I mean, what a zoo that place is right now. Mm-hmm. And then the light heavyweights too, like John Jones left because he's kind of, I don't even need to get into that, but he's left and he was the most exciting light heavyweight in so many years. And now he's just gone. And so Daniel Cormier is champion because he's next best. Great. Like, I'm, I, I just, I'm not excited about UFC fights anymore. And it's the most frustrating thing because UFC fights used to excite me to, to know, you know, to a different level right, than like anything you're gonna else. Lose your mind. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like, I feel my heart pumping when I'm watching these fights. I remember, like, yeah. and now it's, and, and, you know, it's exciting that bringing GSP back and, you know, this and that, but it, it just, it all feels like just such a last ditch but, effort yeah, to keep things alive. Exactly. And, you know, I'm the biggest fucking GSP fan that there is. I'm nervous about him coming back, but it's, it's also just like this whole Brock Lesnar coming back. Like, they're bringing, who you bring back next? Chuck Liddell? Yeah, they're, like they're ringing dry. Right. These they're people bringing back power. people yeah. that actually had, like, fans and people emotionally invested in them to try and draw out this uh, visceral emotion from fans. Give us some yeah. more money. Right. Because, Fuck your legacy. Right. right. But instead of investing their time and energy and money into creating a new crop of those people. Exactly. And that's my point. Like, that's my fucking point. It takes a lot more work to find young talent, build them up, introduce them to the to the fight world, right. like really get excited about, get people excited about them. And then soon enough, you have stars. It takes more work yes, to do that. So they're, they're not, not doing they're it. They're not allowed to, but, but they're not willing to put the money in on the front end. Yeah. It's because it, that takes some premeditation. Time. Like I need to think it's this through. It's not a through. quick check. That's and, it. And it takes a lot of effort. Yeah. When, but here's the thing: why Why would they do that when they could flood the market with whatever fights and just bank on that? Because anyone with not, any the sense, the only reason that they're doing this right now has to be because it's making them more yeah, income. Of course, of course, that's the only reason any business operates a certain way they do. And I agree with you. I just think that they're lacking any sort of leadership or passion in the in the front office. That's mm-hmm. just you, when you watch events like we watched last weekend, and then free events on Fox Sports and Fight Pass. I mean, don't even get me started on Fight Pass. You you watch it and you're like, does no one give a fuck anymore? Like, does like John Anik and Kenny Florian are are commentating half the fights. Mike Goldberg is gone now. You know, it's like, what the fuck is going on? Mm. Like, it just seems like people are jumping ship and they're just kind of proceeding like nothing has happened. Mm-hmm. And it's just it, okay. I do actually want to talk about Fight Pass. Fight Pass is is a subscription service that UFC announced years ago. Uh, where basically it's an app on your phone. Marble, shut. The hey fuck guys, up. it's Sage Roadcut. Make sure you get it to the Fight Pass. Yeah, Tommy Tillhold. Tommy Tillhold. <laughs> He should come on the podcast. I love just, him. We put his cartoon right here. Oh, he's so fucking funny. We love you, Tommy. Um, by the way, I fucking OG Tommy fan over here. Yeah, you really um, are. You interviewed him. I did. You? I interviewed him on my radio show in college. Anyway, uh, the Fight Pass is it, it's a, it was an idea that like they they would have exclusive events that would only be on Fight Pass to encourage people to buy the monthly subscription on the app. You and get, how much is it? It's like five or ten dollars a month. I yeah. think it's ten dollars a month. It's like YouTube Red and. Um, you basically get special content. You get behind the scenes of certain things that you can't find anywhere. And it's the beginning of a good idea, but it's only the beginning because then you're like, okay, I'm paying 10 bucks a month now 
And then there's a pay-per-view, so I'm supposed to pay $10 a month and then $60 as well for this month. Why? Why am I not getting that with this subscription? I don't know why they didn't make that. I mean, I do know why money, but they didn't make it so people could actually get excited about Fight Pass. Like, imagine how cool it would be if you paid maybe 15 bucks a month and you got pay-per-views with your Fight Pass. I, you know, if that was the choice, though, and they... I, the, the one thing I don't like about Fight Pass is that there's not, like, it's... Although I haven't really navigated it. I only use it when you're using it. Yeah. Um, it doesn't feel like a platform. It's just sort of whenever something's on, it's on Fight Pass. Yeah. If it was, like, an interactive sort of platform where I can watch all of the the vlogs that they post to their UFC channel, I can watch whatever behind-the-scenes stuff. You have, like, like, fighters are allowed to upload things on there, maybe, for example, or anyone's allowed to... It's, it's a Something. 24-7 yeah. sort of interface. Yeah. I'd be willing to pay... There's, like, a community on there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like a YouTube, but for fighters. Yeah. And, you know, when fights are live, you can have that be live in there. Yeah. But you can also watch other content. So if you want to hang out within Fight Pass, then then you can consume content as much as you would like. And then the fights Instead that are of, on Fight Pass are not like these two guys who you've never heard of. They're actually big fights that you get to watch. Right. With the fight so I would pay 50 $75 a month if that meant every pay-per-view that month I get to watch on Fight Pass yeah. and I also get to consume all of the content that is on there yeah. all the time yeah. because if there's two pay-per-views a month that's $120 that's a big savings for you do yeah, you know what I'm saying time. and you're spending more time on the platform right. if they there, wanted to build up so this much platform more space for them to run ads and yeah, have all kinds yeah. of stuff I mean and they're thinking so short term it feels like that they're missing out on all these potential opportunities Fight Pass is just weird though to me Fight because is, you're, you're like Oh, we can we can have we can watch this on Fight Pass, yeah, and it's like a gray screen until it starts streaming, and then the quality changes halfway through the fight, and, and then, then the audio sounds it. weird, and then the camera angle is like just a shot of the corner when no one's there, and there's no audio, and then you're just like, okay, does anyone give a fuck? What am I watching? What am I spending my fucking time on right now? If it was the money that uh, that also included pay per views. Like I, that's I, what they should have done from the start. They can still do it. They, it's not too late. They need to revamp that fucking app and that platform. Give pay per views to Fight Pass subscribers, and then then you're onto something. Well, I mean, what's the name of the the vlog series that they upload to YouTube? Embedded. Embedded. Which, which it, so maybe it's a, it's a high production vlog. If you even want to call it a vlog, it's like a it's a it's a it's high a production docu series, basically of a big fight week. Only when pay per views happen, um, a guy named Alex Merriman is like in charge of shooting it and directing it and editing. And he's great. And they're, they're great. It's beautiful. It's like my favorite part of the UFC right now is embedded. It's not even the fights. Um, and if they were to, yeah, like, so go on. If you so were to, embedded is on the platform or it's on YouTube. Yeah. But that's was what on, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if the people that love it, you've already been exposed to it on YouTube. Well, guess what? Now you have to buy fight pass Yeah. or there's small snippets on YouTube. Like they stop putting that content on a, a YouTube platform such a good and point. they make it oh an exclusive God. content that you will also get, you know, if it's 50, they could crunch numbers and figure out a way to, to turn a profit from it per person. Yeah. If it was $50 a month, but that includes whatever pay-per-views are are out no matter what they are and and all this exclusive content and other live streams like yeah. if someone so if if other fighters had the ability to platform or have it be their platform um if if a fighter wanted to live stream themselves from a gym or whatever you're mm-hmm. allowed to do it on fight pass yeah. and maybe fighters are incentivized the way that youtube does yes. that you would you would also be able to make money if, if you were to traffic. live stream yes yes if you're doing if if you're fucking sage northcutt and you want to do a fucking you now on fight pass yeah. you can get like a 50 50 rev share with fight pass 
I mean, I hope someone from the UFC is watching this because that's a fucking brilliant idea. I just think it's so telling. Like you just said, their best thing that they have on for them, in my opinion, and I think a lot of other people's opinion, UFC Embedded is on YouTube. How telling is that? They know that it's their baby. They know that there's a lot of money and energy put towards this. So they're like, oh, where are we going to get traffic? YouTube. Not Fight Pass, our stupid shitty app that we made. It's going to be on YouTube. That's where we're going to put it. It's so telling. I know. It is. They also, I mean, they want to do like, you know, new customers, new, new cut, new client acquisition. They want that on YouTube so that people that are not current, you know, super fans can be exposed to it in theory and see it and watch it. But like, you know, put some highlights on YouTube, man. But if, if you want put snippets, like you said, of embedded on YouTube to get people like, oh, that looks cool. I'm going to go watch the whole thing now. Right. But, But I mean, what reason do people really have to buy Fight Pass? So, I don't know. I don't so, make Fight Pass great again. <laughs> exactly. Make Fight Pass great for the first time. Exactly. Because it would be incredible, because there's plenty of times when we're out of town, as I imagine lots of people in the world are, but there's a big fight, and you can't go, because there's been times when we're in Canada or in other countries. Or even and in you Seattle, we couldn't go anywhere, because yeah. every place was packed. Yes, yeah, no you can't find a place to watch the fight, like a bar, or you they were charging something ridiculous, like yeah. $50 a person to yeah, watch it bar and i'm like fuck off and there's like four stools in the whole place weird um but there's plenty of times where i would like to bring my laptop and watch the fight on my computer not on pay-per-view yeah and and they do they do sell the fights on youtube but you have to pay you have to pay 60 bucks why don't why don't you milk us for the people because you know the people that buy pay-per-views are buying multiple pay-per-views it's not like I'm buying it one time that's a select group of people the majority of people that are buying pay-per-views will buy multiple pay-per-views I'm here to watch this fight and this fight and this fight yeah make fight pass something that you so milk me ahead of time you know what I mean milk her Milk me Milk like her. the cow that I am. Oh my god! <laughs> um, but like you talk about how they're doing the quick, the quick money grab, the the millions of events mm-hmm. a year, right? And because it's making the money, but they're forgetting about if you were to have Fight Pass be a better platform, you could sell ads on Fight Pass. Right. Someone could be watching an episode of Embedded, and then all of a sudden, someone just goes, "Hey, maybe you should buy a snack from Nature Box. It's a really great subscription." Oh my god, Julie! <laughs> and you can fight the urge to eat drunk junk food. <laughs> so, oh, you did not. Nature Box is great, guys. It's it's going to make you feel better about snacking because they have high quality ingredients, and uh, we've eaten the fuck out of every single Nature Box sent here. In fact, I'm looking at some empty Nature Box bags over there, which that's a Nature Box graveyard because we've eaten all of them. NatureBox.com has is a subscription service where you can pick what snacks you'd like, and they deliver them right to your door. Uh, Nature Box has over a hundred snacks, and they're constantly changing their options. Uh, Based on customer feedback, they have even snacks that work for us vegans, which is real nice. Mm-hmm. They have stuff like dried mango, toasted sesame sticks, which are both vegan. Uh, and they also have my favorite, the strawberry lemonade fruit stars. Oh, those are great. Um, right now, guys, if you go to naturebox.com and you look at their snack catalog, there's tons of choices. And if you don't like any of the snacks you get, Naturebox will replace it for free right now. You go to naturebox.com slash Jenna Julian and you get 50% off. That's half off your first order with Naturebox. All right, guys? I think you'll be happy because you don't have to go to the store. You don't have to feel guilty about what you're eating. And you can get it every month. And, and you can delicious. change it up. And it's delicious. And then you're part of the Naturebox fam, which is a fam that we're it's part of. It's lit. It's pretty lit. 
Thank you, NatureBox. Also brought to you by Lyft. Guys, if you're ready to be your own boss, uh, Lyft is looking for female drivers right now. And it really doesn't take a lot of work. You have to sign up at lyft.com slash Jenna Julian to get the $500 driver bonus. But really what it takes is you sign up and then you and your car, you just flip into driver mode and you can start making up to 35 bucks an hour right now. Mornings, nights, weekends, or whatever works for you. That's what's great about Lyft. You make your own schedule. You pay, uh, sorry, you get paid really quick with express pay. Uh, you don't have to wait weeks or even days to get your, your cash that you've earned, including the tips. Uh, Lyft is the only riding, uh, Sorry, ride sharing service that you can earn tips within the apps and not have to wait to get paid. Uh, it's a flexible way to make some money on the side or even as a full-time gig. Uh, you can do it, like I said, if you have some spare time in the mornings or at night, or if you literally between things in your day and you want to just take an hour to make some money, you can do that. Uh, Lyft is great. Right now, go to lyft.com. That's L-Y-F-T dot com slash Jenna Julian to start making extra money and your $500 new driver bonus. Thank you to Lyft. Thank you, Lyft. Thank you, Box. So I would say uh, that might be enough anger towards the UFC for yeah, right what's, now. What, I want to know like your top, if you were to summarize your yeah, top, yeah. what would make the UFC great? Okay. Right I, can I have like five things Go that ahead. they could actively do? One, I think they need to cut ties with Reebok. Mm. And included in that is Reebok. Do we have any idea what that contract looked like? Oh, how God. long they signed with I, I know it's a couple years, but I, they need to get out of that now. And do what and, as a replacement? And go back to their initial... And if they want to get another big sponsor, fine, but do not make it exclusive. Mm. Do not make fighters not able to go get their own sponsors. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling you, like, fans and fighters alike would be, rejoice if they were allowed to go get their own sponsors again. Right. Like, that was such a great time in the UFC. I mean, think about even this, the aspect of, like, not everyone's wearing those stupid fucking shorts. Like, sometimes you'd see Cowboy Cerrone with a gun depot across his butt and you're yeah. like oh he's sponsored by the gun depot condom, i like that guy condom depot condom depot yeah. dude wipes you know what i mean like yeah. shit that like it brings Sweet character sweat. it brings fucking character into the ufc totally. on top of everything that's just a bonus and the, it's the, the, real the thing culture, is, of, sport the culture of sport that makes sense everyone's comfortable yeah with. lebron has to wear the, the proper jerseys when he plays but he can go make a sprite commercial and make some cash on the side if he wants right right he like can. come on and those guys are making tons of money like let these fighters make whoa money. whoa time out though ronda rousey can go make a fucking sprint commercial and that's okay but that's the, those are the exception of the rules like you don't see right. Sergio Pettis allowed to go make whatever he wants mm. like it's it's only these like Ronda right Leather, so you, you have the, the elite within the sport yeah. if they can it's get a, a deal they're allowed to they have for, different rights for everyone else that's just trying to make it so they can have it be their full time job they don't the, they don't have the ability the system to. is against them that feels fucking feels wrong feels fucked up feels fucked up it sounds like the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer. So they need to cut the amount of events they have per year in <laughs> half. So. They need to have half the amount of events they're having. Okay. Half. Uh, they need to... At half just half off of the what, top or half no, so like, that... Ha- say they're having... Quality hundred. No. Say they're having 100 events a year. Uh-huh. Now it's 50. Is it, But what's the point of that? Oh, yeah. To make each event better. Okay. So they're not just pumping out shit. Okay. To build some anticipation yes. and some time to maybe give us a little behind the scenes so that we understand yeah. who the fuck's fighting. Yeah. Build up the fights. Make okay. them, yeah. Um, revamp Fight Pass. Include the pay-per-views in Fight Pass. Revamp mm-hmm. the whole platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and also make it my a last one. Make it a platform. Okay. And my last one is implement some sort of system where the UFC has the ability to oversee and somewhat regulate fight camps. Mm. So that injuries don't fucking happen every day Mm -hmm. because enough cards have been canceled due to injuries that 
has made every well, MMA fan in the world sick to their stomach by this. Doesn't moment. doesn't this all boil down to money? Because when I think about baseball, these people are playing how many hundreds of fucking games a year, a season? Like, they have the best medical care exactly, in the world. They have the best trainers ex- in the world. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, these, these fighters these are literally going to their local gym players, sometimes and baseball doing players what they can are making a 300k base salary, yeah. and you have well, trainers, athletic trainers, right? Ma- major league, fine, fine, yeah. fine. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we're we're not comparing amateur MMA to this we're comparing professional sport to professional sport in this professional sport you have someone getting paid a baseline salary of three hundred thousand dollars a year and medical professionals that follow them around whose only job is to make sure that you stay healthy there is no way they don't have that in mma that's what i'm saying you're right you're right so that needs it's embarrassing that needs to be the new model because if if the ufc really cares about how many fights are canceled due to injury, they would do something about it. I agree. Like that. But doesn't that just boil down to money? Oh, yeah. They just 100%. need to sack up and and put people's 100%. health and well-being at the forefront of what their bills are yeah. and decide that, hey, we can't make any money if people can't fucking fight anymore, so why don't we just chuck down some cash to make sure they can stay healthy? God, that sounds fucking logical. Holy shit! That's think, why we want to know who the fuck it must be after boxing or wrestling but, but or something. What, when like, it comes, to, Jenna, stupid. When it comes to logic, but these are professional athletes. Yeah, but when it comes, you, you, you might be in the entertainment industry, but this is these are professional athletes. Yeah, I know. Fuck out of here. When it comes to logic, it makes me mad. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm fired up too. When it comes to logic, everyone at the UFC, the executives, whatever they. If they were thinking logically, all of this would happen. Mm. They're thinking money driven. They're thinking, how can I yeah, it's very maximize easy to profits what, what and minimize liability, right. whatever. Just based on their choices, you can deduce what, yeah. what their main goal and is. And none of it has logic to do with it. Mm. None of it. So when it comes to logic, yeah, it's, it's very a money simple. End game. Let's model ourselves after a hundreds of year old, perfect, well-oiled machine that is the MLB. Why not? Let's just try. Let's start with the fight camps. Let's start with the medical. Let's start whatever. No. None of it's logic-based. None of it. It's all money-based. Anyway, I think we should slowly ease into... So those are your tips, though? Those are my tips. Do you have any other that I, that I didn't miss? Or that I missed? Sorry. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the fact that they changed the rules, finally, for scoring, and that they're going to be implementing it soon. Yeah, so they, they got rid of the 10-point must system, which has been an ancient system forever, and now they're supposedly going to have this new... I'll believe it when I fucking see it in fights, yeah. though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the scoring has been fucked forever, so I don't I don't really don't think that Fix they're... Fix the scoring. Yeah. Um, so, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so now is the serious business. We're going to take matters into our own hands... Because the UFC is not being managed properly, so we think we've developed 25 different ways. You guys should just fucking hire Julian, To though. alter... Please do. I yeah, mean, seriously. I, I mean, I've wanted to work with the UFC since I was in college, like the UFC's whatever, but um, yeah, like, let me know. Just like, uh, you have kick? Hit me up on kick. <laughs> You're a shit. <laughs> um, so we made a game where we wrote up twenty, uh, well, a pair of 25, so 50 total rule alterations to how the sport of MMA operates within the UFC that we think would make the sport more exciting. And better. And better. More better. Way more Way better. Way more better. Because right now it's a fucking fuck 
fest. It needs to be more better. It needs to be more better. Okay, so we're gonna. So we use we we put our brains we together. Our, we put our heads together. For we this came one. up with some things that are gonna make the UFC better. Okay, let's make the UFC better. Okay, so we're each gonna draw one. It's gonna be similar to last week's so when we each read ours off, and then we have to decide which one wins. They're gonna go head to head, and they're gonna go head to head. Is and then at the end, cup? that's your cup. And you didn't end, you didn't like give you all the good no, ones. No, I, I literally cut them up, and and at the end, we're gonna read off the twenty five new rules that the UFC has. Okay. Okay. Perfect. All right, ready? Here we go. They're not folded, so just pick one up. I like them folded really nice and tiny. Okay, what's yours? Mine is, if you go on a three-fight win streak, you don't have to make weight for any of the next few fights. (laughs) That's good. Okay, so mine is, uh, audience members can throw whatever they want in the cage, but if the fighter catches the object, the fan has to switch places with the fighter. Yes, that wins. That one wins. That wins. That one wins. It's like dodgeball. Yeah. (laughs) If the fighter catches it, then you have to get in there. Okay, that one wins. That's great. Wait, that one loses. All right, here we go. Keep it moving, baby. Here we go, baby. If a fighter beats another fighter more than once, they get to pick whatever tattoo the other fighter has to get. (laughs) It's pretty great. (laughs) Okay, dude, you get a dick on your face. (laughs) Like, there's so many fighters with dicks tattooed on their faces. (laughs) Half the the roster have shit tattoos. Just like a Harry Potter scar? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, uh, once a month, they have a UFC rave where they fight under a strobe light. <laughs> yes, really, I would watch that. Yeah, that sounds because it like that. when someone's punching you with <laughs> a strobe light. Oh my god, lit. Okay, that's okay. pretty good. Moving them, Hell yeah, UFC rave. Everyone in the audience gets glow sticks. It's great. And they blast. Except you have to pay Reebok for the glow sticks. <gasps> no. <laughs> no, no. Take and then it when back. you go home, you can't go to your job the next day because Reebok Glowstick now hired you. Take it back. Sorry. Too real. <laughs> okay. Uh, people in the crowd are also allowed to fight each other. Yes. If one crowd member wins more than three fights per night, he is then <laughs> automatically hired by the UFC. Oh, I love that one. Okay. That good. This is All such right. a fuck show Let's right now. It. Okay. Brass knuckles are illegal, but rubber knuckles aren't. Yours wins. Mine's I love that. I love the idea of the crowd crowd fighting during a fight. Like Joe Rogan will just turn around and start commentating on a crowd (laughs) fight. (laughs) No, like the shot of the crowd is like chaos. Like it's absolute chaos. Like they have to build a fence on the cage 20 feet high so no one can (laughs) jump in. Oh, so stupid. You go. Okay. Uh, The loser... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the loser of each fight when hands are being raised, gets ejected into the crowd and set on fire. <laughs> like medieval times. Yeah. If the crowd boos loud enough about a fight once it ends, they have to immediately rematch. Yes. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> yes. so Because there's been so many fights where... Where the decision is booed. Yeah, and they ju- well, they just don't even... Like, the fight's terrible. They don't touch each yeah. other. So if we boo, you guys have to do it have all to over rematch, again. Baby. That wins. Yeah, that one's good. That's great. Only if we boo loud enough. There's a boo meter. Yeah, we have like to get a, it past a certain yeah. level. And the boo meter is based on literally a guy deciding if it's loud enough in a booth. He's just controlling it. No, it's like it's, uh, it's like the Astro Craig. It's like whatever that show gets. Oh, nope. Okay. <laughs> Kim Winslow is the only referee. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're getting choked out, you're allowed to say timeout once per fight. Oh, that's so no, good. No, Kim though. Winslow though. It's pretty great. Kim Winslow. For those who don't know, Kim Winslow's like the garbagest ref ever, and she's uh, somehow still employed as a ref by the athletic commissions. So yeah, it'd be great if she just refed every fight. Okay, they have someone painting the fight the entire time like a courtroom artist. <laughs> okay, but you didn't. You didn't. And, oh yeah, we have to get to the other one, which is 
we'll t- we'll go to it later because there's Why? no what the it's note. part it's the modification of that it's it's there's no other cameras allowed there's just no cameras someone allowed. just someone drawing the fight in but they're in the ring they're in the ring and they're they're like there's an easel and so just... at the end of the fight if you want to like you know write an article about it you're gonna have this hd drawing of it yeah but that's but it. only one news outlet gets the drawing per fight night <laughs> otherwise it's gone and you have no you have no picture <laughs> but it's like one of those courtroom pictures of like the fighters and their faces yeah. are all serious okay mine is uh female fighters must apply acrylic nails and toenails before each fight i don't want to see that i don't want to see that i don't want to see people get their eyes gouged out okay speaking of eyes eye pokes are legal if you say you're sorry (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) sorry Sorry. (laughs) wait why'd you put that there i'm sorry um instead of using vaseline for cuts they just squeeze lemons into it yes yes imagine the screams between them that's so fucked can we pick that one? Okay, we can pick it's that one. Sick. So sick. I like the sick one. So sick. <laughs> you sick. You sick. GSP gets his hand raised every fight, no matter oh, what. Oh, it's a trump card. But every fight that he's not even in, he also. He just stands up in the crowd and goes. <laughs> and then there's a ref next to him, and then they just raise his <laughs> hand. Uh, okay. If you yell out your attack while you're doing it, you're banned from all <laughs> UFC events ever. Elbow. No, GSP wins okay, right, that. Fine. Good. That's incredible. Good, good, good. Okay. Um, if you lose a fight after talking shit, you have to walk back to the locker room while everyone yells shame at you. <laughs> Game of Thrones yeah. style. Um, every time you throw one of those roundhouse kicks, you have to yell, ha, Brazil. <laughs> I think that one wins. <laughs> that was Jenna's Like card. the episode of Bob's Burgers. Yeah, that's where that comes from. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, what do you got? Bruce Buffer can only announce naked. <laughs> no! I really, really would like oh, to never okay. see that. If a fight lands on Halloween, they have to fight in costume. Yes, that yes. one. That yes. one's good. That's amazing. Bruce, I love you, but I don't want to see you naked. All right, I have once a month, it's amateur night, where anyone's allowed to sign up for fight. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> if you spit out your mouthpiece, the ref has to hold it in his mouth until the round is over. I like this one. I like amateur night. This is great. Amateur night is great. Like, you just, you sign away your life like you're going skydiving, and you're just allowed to get in there. I like that. I think people cool. would pay money for that. I would. Cool. Uh, fighters are allowed to be drunk and encouraged, only if they're getting drunk with... UFC brand vodka. <laughs> we should say Reebok brand, Reebok brand vodka. I love this brand of vodka. It's my favorite. <laughs> uh, whoever has a better record in the fight chooses the music that plays during the fight. Oh, that's so lit. I would love there to be music during the fight. You're, like, But drunk fighters, though? Yeah, drunk drunk fighters. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, baby. Baby, you want some rule changes? Um, if you'd like to bring your own lasso, you can, but one will not be supplied for you. <laughs> that one's good. That one's good. This one's probably better. What? Whoever has a better bod gets a bod bonus. <laughs> the best bod is chosen by Daniel Cormier. So subjective. Like, that's such garbage. When he was writing that, I'm like, that's fucking stupid. I got the better bod bonus, baby. That's so dumb. No. If you want to bring your own lasso, no way. Lasso's pretty good. That's All right, so fine. dumb. Fine. God. But I do like that it's chosen by Daniel Cormier. He's got a good bod selector. Bod ability. selector ability. 
Burt Watson, who's no longer with the UFC. The hype guy, out hype to man. Watson. Yeah, he's the, he was the babysitter of the stars. He was the guy yelling while they all walked to the cage. Yeah. Burt Watson gets the hype to fight as it happens while he's suspended over the octagon like Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> and they make him fly yeah. while he's swinging his towel in a That's circle. Pretty, <laughs> his towel. Yeah. Okay. There's a diving board on top of the cage. <laughs> I like no. I want him suspended above the cage. He's mic'd up though too, so everyone in the in the arena can hear him. He's mic'd up. That's my vision. Chris Chris Cyborg has to fight Dana White as a recurring prelim. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's gonna be so hard to beat. Okay. At every event, there's all you can eat funnel cake deals. Dana White versus Chris Cyborg for sure. That is a fight. Oh. What is this giant one? You can wear clothes in a fight if you want, or none. <laughs> it's fucked up. All right, go. You have it? I have the Trump You card. have the one? I have the Trump Read it card. now. Read it now. As the ceremony to exchange belts, the, f- <laughs> the <laughs> former champion will have to do a headstand on top of the head of the new champion. Of the new champion. So the belt slides off his waist and onto the new champion's waist. Oh my god! That's... Yes. Can you imagine if they're just like. <laughs> it's perfect. It's immaculate. I'm shocked that this already isn't a practice. Know, that, it should be that in should place. Be. Imagine, though, imagine like just getting knocked out and then having to do a headstand so you can exchange belts. <laughs> Oh, God, that's good. Okay. Some sweet, sweet goodness. There's a new toddler division in the UFC. Oh, fuck yeah. That'd be incredible. They're allowed to wear pads, though, like a little paddy helmet. Yeah, that one's a little controversial. No, they're allowed to be in pads. Okay. It's like it's like they... They have to fight with sock and boppers. Those big blow-up gloves that you buy at Toys R Us. No, like a, like a little kid's karate fight where they have, like, the... Yeah. You know, pads and stuff yeah, on. Yeah. Um, it's like in basketball no. when they yeah no I know what you're they let Sorry. little kids out and they let them play during the half and it's like super exciting yeah it's like that yes. it's not serious okay good because the only reason I said is because there have been like some controversial kid fight leagues that popped up it's really fucked up yeah no it's not like it has a very different specific for set sure, of rules for sure got it okay uh, in between every fight the band that sang the UFC theme song <laughs> will perform only that song live <laughs> can you pull that song up yeah oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we always joked like whoever wrote that fucking song they probably signed it over to the UFC ho- however long ago like a decade or more and not knowing that it would turn into this they deserve more money if they haven't gotten more money like way more money like they probably signed a deal that was like okay we give you the, the global rights to use yeah. this song they perform this in between every fight But only that song. They can't sing any other song ever. <laughs> and they are to be referred only as the UFC band song. <laughs> Guys. All right, you win that one. Oh, it's so good. All right. Getting close to the end here. Eep, beep, beep. Eep, beep, If you lose a fight on The Ultimate Fighter, you die. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, fighters will be covered head to toe in KY Jelly. Ooh. Every fight, though? That's like, so you want someone from The Ultimate Fighter to die? Kinda, yeah, the show sucks. That would make it better. Julian! Also, one of my things is a revamp completely The Ultimate Fighter. It's been dead for years. It's yeah. terrible. All right, I guess that wins then. All right. 
It truly is the ultimate fighter, isn't it? Yes. That's Survivor. Literal Survivor. No cameras allowed in the arena. Okay, so that's yeah. That's part of the other one. All right, yeah. so yours automatically wins then. Yes. What it is does. the winner? Every episode is recorded and streamed live 24-7. Oh, this was for The Ultimate Fighter. Julie What? I'm sorry. You done miffed it. I fucked it up. Neither of those won. Okay. Oh, we, we were basically saying that would be cool. The Ultimate Fighter was basically like old school Big Brother. Where it was like 24-7 live stream instead right. of the show. That'd right. be dope. Like Utopia. Utopia. All right, go. You're allowed to use the cage for whatever you want. Stick someone's finger in it. I like that. You can climb it. You can climb it. Backflip off it. You can... Hold it. You can choke someone with the cage. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, The final prelim of every fight card. Both fighters must be wearing VR masks. (laughs) That's good. Yes. That's good. That wins. That's amazing. Hell yeah. I want to see a picture of that. Go. Uh, In the arena, while the fight is happening... uh, It's not in the arena. Uh, it's during, okay. Okay, sorry, I mean, go ahead, sorry. During the fight, the crowd, there's a crowd size capture the flag game happening in the crowd. Everyone in the crowd is also playing capture the flag <laughs> so while the fight is happening. So there's just like a cage of like a fight and then yes. just mayhem outside of it. Exactly. Just like my other one where people are allowed to fight. No, so in al- an alternative to the crowd being allowed to fight is that there's a crowd size capture the flag game happening. It's pretty great. Flyweights ride donkeys to the cage. Oh, God, no! <laughs> oh, can they both imagine, win? Okay, just imagine Mighty Mouse, just like... He has to ride a donkey to the cage. Buy an Xbox. <laughs> can they both win? Nobody in the world can beat me. Can they both win? Because okay, these they ones, both can win. They both can win. the other ones didn't win. All right. Nick Diaz is allowed to fight again. Yeah! Okay. That's going to happen soon, though. So. Anyone is allowed to smoke weed in and out of the octagon. Yes, appropriate. Pick one. Well, Nick Diaz is already allowed to fight again, so let's do that one. Okay. Anyone's allowed to smoke weed in, in, and, out, in, in, in and, and out, out of the, the octagon. octagon. Like, even between rounds. <laughs> you can have, you can have, like, just so high fighters. Just like... <laughs> okay. If the fight is boring, they can tag in the third fighter, and then the fight becomes a free-for-all. Fuck yes. Fuck yeah. It's it's just one One versus one, one versus one. one, yeah. Um... The winner of each fight gets killed out of honor. <laughs> the winner. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. That's terrible. No, that one right. wins. All right, 1v1v1. Yeah. Like, if the crowd's like, boo, all of a sudden they're like, ding, 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 and a third, <laughs> third person just jumps, jumps in. in. Yeah. <laughs> what? The ring girls will be replaced with ring bears. Just bears. Just bears, bears. walking <laughs> around the ring with the number of the round holding up. Or they're just walking. But they're ring bears. We'll tie a number to them, but... And then the guy who ties the number to them dies because he gets mauled by the bear. Probably. Uh, Every hundred fights, there's a lion in the cage. (laughs) Yes, yes. No, I like the bears. All right, ring bears is good. But lion in the cage is is an interesting... Do you you have a moment we can talk about a business opportunity later? What the fuck? About lions in the cage. My God. It's UFC, but lions in the cage. But the lions are actually... People in lion suits. And it's all VR. Wow, it's great. It was all just a dream. Okay. Um, The second round, fighters will wear rollerblades. That one's good. One one round per fight has to be only uppercuts. Oh, my God. That's my kryptonite. Only uppercuts. Only uppercuts. If you throw anything else, you're fucked. That's got to be it. That. That's incredible. Last one. Beep, beep. Beep, beep, beep. 
<laughs> Mine just says uh, groin for groin. <laughs> so if you kick someone accidentally or hit them in the groin, uh, they get to just get one freebie back at you. It's pretty G for G, groin for groin. There is no cage anymore. Oh, that's so dope, though. It's just like a platform, and then they can fall off and keep fighting. Yeah. I don't know. Grind for grind is pretty great. Grind for grind is good. Grind for grind. All right, Julian, why don't you read the new All UFC right. rules? Now, the UFC under the management of me and Jenna. <laughs> Every time you throw one of those roundhouse kicks, you have to yell, Hot Brazil. Audience members can throw whatever they want into the cage, but if a fighter catches the object, they have to switch places with the fan. <laughs> Instead of using Vaseline for cuts, they just squeeze lemon on them. Yeah! Kim He's Winslow sick. is the only referee for sick. every fight. If the crowd boos loud enough about a fight, once the fight ends, they have to Immediate rematch. Rematch. Immediately. Once a month, they have a rave UFC where they fight under a strobe light. <laughs> <laughs> In the arena, while the fight is happening, so is a crowd size capture the flag yes! match. Groin for groin. <laughs> In between every fight, the band that sang the UFC theme song will perform only that song. <laughs> One round per fight is only uppercuts. Yes! If the fight lands on Halloween, both fighters have to fight in costume. <laughs> Burt Watson, the hype man, gets suspended above the cage like Peter Pan and hypes them up mics while he fights. Yes! People in the crowd are also allowed to fight each other. If one crowd member wins more than three <laughs> fights per night, he's automatically hired by the UFC. They have someone painting the entire fight like a courtroom <laughs> artist, and that's there's no cameras allowed. Every single fight ever, GSP gets his hand raised, no matter what. <laughs> the ring girls will be replaced with bears. <laughs> Flyweights ride donkeys to the cage. <laughs> if the fight is boring, they can tag in a third fighter to fight both of them. <laughs> if Chris Cyborg fights Dana White as a recurring prelim. <laughs> As the ceremony to exchange belts, the former champion will do have to do a headstand on the top of the new champion, so the belt slides off of his waist and onto the new champion's waist immediately. Once a month, it's amateur night where anyone's allowed to sign up and fight. If you'd like to bring your own lasso, you can, but one will not be supplied for you. (laughs) Fighters are allowed to be drunk and encouraged only if they're getting drunk with UFC brand vodka. Anyone is allowed to smoke weed in and out of the octagon. If you lose a fight on the Ultimate Fighter, you die. The final prelim of every fight card, both fighters have to be wearing VR masks. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's such a great organization. And everyone's so handsomely paid. I'm so proud of that. That was great. That was great. Um, well, I thank you guys for hanging out. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I know it was kind of like serious and then, and then fucky. Fucky. But I think that's like kind of how we like to do it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, everything we talked about, like we don't ever claim to be right or anything about anything. So if you have thoughts or disagreeing or agreeing thoughts, let us know in the comments. Cause we'd love to hear your input, but we really, I mean, we both are really passionate about the UFC and we feel like, uh, there needs to be a lot of changes for it to kind of come back to its roots and get excitement about it again. Um, but I hope you enjoy the game. Kermit, you going to come and say goodbye? My unicorn. Come say Can goodbye. Can he breathe into the mic? Oh, give us your beautiful us breath. breath. Oh, my God. Wow, that was a good one, bud. That's just how he breathes normally. Like, he's, he's so loud. Like, you think I breathe loud. Life is so difficult for him. Yeah. Well, high five to our new UFC. Thank you guys. I'm just scared this shit out. Thank you guys for watching uh, the podcast. We'll be back next week. Um, also... Um, I'm at South by Southwest while you're watching this right now because this comes out on Monday. So I am there. I am too. Yeah. But not really. I'm just hanging out. She's secretly there. 
But yeah, I'm going to be on the uh, DJI panel. You can go to my social accounts to find information about the panel if you are at South By. Uh, we'll see you guys next week for another podcast. Bye, Dinkum. Bye.